0: Hello and welcome to I'm JDB. I'm your host Jim and together with my Disney Princess Nikki, we'll be your guides to this weekend geek, covering the latest in movies and streaming TV shows. This week we'll be evading the dark side as we examine the new trailer for Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi yes! and sharing our thoughts on the Moon Knight season finale. Oh, that's well. <laughs> so okay episode 18 18 and life you got it 18 and life to go your crime is time and it's 18 and life to go just a bit of uh, 80s uh, rock skid row there for you i thought last week was the 18th episode. no no
1: that
0: was episode 17 it's episode oh, 18 this week I mean, I thunk it, and i've honestly never heard that
1: song before that's skid row oh you've I mean, gone wild but you
0: know the only song I know about Skid Row. Yeah, I mean, I could have sang Alice Cooper, but I, I no, felt like singing no, Skid Row. what I
1: meant. What? I meant in Little Shop of Oh,
0: Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Down, down on...
1: on Skid Row. It's a very oh, musical
0: I'm... start to the podcast this week. There you week. go. So, uh, slim pickings in the news front this week, so uh, let's get to it. Okay, starting with Warner Brothers Discovery that encompasses HBO, HBO Max and Sky. Uh, An untitled Amanda Waller. Show is in development.
1: Oh, okay.
0: We start the week with the news that James Gunn's critically adored Suicide Squad, uh, a movie that let, let's not forget, underperformed at the box office due to the pandemic and simultaneously streaming on HBO Max, is getting a second TV spin off. Right. Uh, following Peacemaker's ratings conquering triumph.
1: Well, do you, do you really, really want to taste it? Of
0: course, every day. And <laughs> <laughs> this time, the lady behind the squad's motivations, or evil DC Nick Fury, as I call her, Amanda Waller is going to be the focus. First appearing in 2016's Ill-Fated Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer, Viola Davis of The Help and TV show How to Get Away with Murder, she will return to portray Waller, the shady government official connected to both shadowy organisations Argus and Checkmate in DC Comics, as she hunts down those that have wronged her in the past following the events of Peacemaker. Wow. The series is planned to run eight episodes written by Crystal Henry, who also wrote for the fantastic uh, Watchmen HBO show, and James Gunn is producing.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Interesting. Carrying on with DC now, the Wonder Twins.
1: Yeah.
0: We talked about this a few weeks ago, <laughs> and it's it's time to say Wonder Twin powers deactivate. Oh. Yeah. A um, couple of weeks after casting its lead for the show, uh, the DCEU unification we mentioned has struck again. And this project is now cancelled.
1: Well, to be fair, it did sound like a lot of old trollop, yeah, didn't it? <laughs> it was going to be
0: a HBO Max original movie, mm-hmm. and it was due to start filming it in Atlanta, Georgia, on G- July the 5th. Yeah, the 5th of July. Uh, plans to do that are now dead in the form of water.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I still can't get my head around it, because one of the twins could just become water, and the other one could And the could other one
0: become... t- any animal.
1: Yeah, yeah so... The
0: Beast I... Boy... that. Teen Titans, Beast Boy can do anyway.
1: But so, a, but or a,
0: Animal Man.
1: But as I said to you before, do, do, do they travel together? Does one become water and the other one's a whale inside them? It's just Well, weird. I'm
0: afraid, I guess we'll never know the answer oh, to that question, Nikki. Never mind. Okay, so moving on to NBC and Universal now. Uh, a little tidbit, uh, NBC have picked up the Quantum Leap pilot for series. Okay. So that's actually going to happen. Uh, we, we talked about that previously on the podcast. Raymond Lee of um, Kevin can forget himself <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, yeah, he's going to be starring uh, in as the lead in the new Quantum Leap. Scott, Scott Bakula still no word if he's going to join, but Ernie Hudson is 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 also um, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters and The Crow. He's also uh, in the project too. So Quantum Leap will go to series at NBC, and I'm sure it'll pop up on Sky at some point in the UK. Okay, so also last week we revealed that the Nitros are no longer firing at full speed in the 10th movie in the Fast and Furious franchise as director Justin Lin stepped down due to creative differences. Mm. It's now come to light the reason for this was Vin Diesel's allegedly difficult on-set behaviour. Well,
1: I think
0: you said you, he Vin Diesel'd it. I, I, I did say that. Mm. Uh, apparently, Lin said uh, uh, Justin Lin said uh, Diesel shows up late to set, he doesn't know his lines and he shows up out of shape. Oh. Since it was costing Universal $1 a day, every day they weren't shooting, they swiftly replaced Lin, who's remaining in a producer-only capacity, uh, with Louis Leterrier. Uh, He's previously worked with Universal, directing The Incredible Hulk for uh, the fledgling MCU before Disney's acquisition of Marvel, Mm. Uh, and as well as the first two Transporter movies starring Jason Statham. Uh, and the criminally underrated puppet saga, *Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance* for Netflix. He directed every episode of that, right. and we we loved that show, didn't we? Yeah, that was we did. great. Yeah. It was cut off too soon. Netflix too soon.
1: Oh.
0: Leteria has proven time and time again he can handle big action set pieces too. So this is a great pick to carry on the saga if the studio can rain diesel in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I really need to see *Fast and Furious*. No, it does. Fast X. Yes. Fast X. Okay, so switching to the BBC now. And uh, Lazarus. Uh, other than Doctor Who, one of my favourite BBC sci-fi shows were the David Bowie song title influenced Life on Mars and its sequel Ashes to Ashes, which were about comatose British police officers seemingly... Transported back in time to the 1970s, John Sim, and the 1980s, Keeley Hall, respectively, to carry on their careers in those time periods alongside gruff, hard-nosed officer Gene Hunt, played fantastically by Philip Glenister. Now, co-creators Matthew Graham and Ashley Farrow have announced via Twitter they've completed a pilot script to a third instalment of the story, titled Lazarus, which is named after Bowie's final single while he was still alive.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, So they said, so Ashley Ashley Farrow and I have just completed the pilot script for Lazarus. It contains the words hanging, Mm. boogie and creme fraiche.
1: Well, I do like to boogie. I enjoy creme fraiche and I forgot what the first word was. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging. Oh.
0: As in uh, slang for Hangover. I
1: guess. Oh, like
0: yeah. I'm hanging out my bum So hanging, boogie and creme fresh. Uh,
1: so I like one of those I like two of those and one <laughs> no, Creme no, fraiche! No, yeah, yes, yeah.
0: uh, so Matthew Graham previously stated that the show would feature characters from the previous series and the time period would range between the 70s, 80s, 90s and present day
1: Interesting
0: uh, John Sim and Philip Glenister are both attached to possibly a return and they met for a reunion back in January as mentioned on John Sim's Instagram uh, but Keely Horse is not re- not confirmed to return yet. It's only a pilot script as well at this stage. But hopefully we'll learn more about this project soon. And we'll let you know as soon as we do. Mm. Okay, so really excitingly, some fresh news that hit today. Hot off the press. Uh, returning Doctor's, Doctor Who showrunner Russell T Davies has announced that the 14th version of the classic sci-fi character is going to be played by rising star Nakuti Gatwa of Netflix's critically adored Sex Education and the BBC's Horrible Histories. And,
1: uh, I think it's a great choice, I'm really excited
0: about it. Yeah, uh, this is, as Christopher Eccleston's Night Doctor would say, a fantastic casting choice, mm-hmm. as uh, the Scottish BAFTA winning actor Dazzle Russell T, saying in his usual bombastic, bombastic, flash, uh, bombastic fashion, the future is here and it's N'Kooti. He owned the TARDIS keys and seized hold of the role of the Doctor in seconds. It's an honour and a hoot to work with him, and I just can't wait to get started. I promise you, 2023 will be spectacular. You
1: know where else is a hoot, don't you?
0: Portman's Park. <laughs> yeah. So much to do and see for all the family. Yeah. Kids' Kingdom and Captain Blood's Cavern. Yeah. I know it well. Oh. Even though it's all pepper Pig land now, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> so the incoming Doctor is clearly just excited to be working with the revered writer saying Russell T Davies is just as iconic as the Doctor and getting to work with him is a dream come true. His writing is dynamic, incredibly exciting, intelligent and fizzing with danger, an actor's metaphorical playground. Unlike the Doctor, I only have one heart, but I'm giving it all to this show. I, I, I honestly think it's a fantastic choice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so he's going to be the first black Doctor to, have his, to, to, to actually play the character in his own show. Um, Joe Martin previously was in, was introduced as a Doctor in a guest appearance in Jodie Whittaker's run. Oh, right. We saw her as possibly a Doctor from the past or the future that she didn't have any memory of.
1: Possibly. I don't really
0: remember that. Okay, well, anyway, he he's, he's, he's a great casting. He's recently also been cast in one of our um, really highly awaited projects, the Barbie movie. Yeah. He's going to be in that alongside his co-star from Sex Education, Emma Mackey. Oh, cool. He's been cast in it. Um, yeah, mesmerising in in sex education, uh, charismatic.
1: <laughs> very. Likeable. What else can you say about him? Yeah, he's very likable uh... bloke. Um, and I really liked his character in Sex Education. You immediately warmed to this sort of you know flamboyant, outlandish person going through quite a tough time in adults, you know, in his adolescence and getting his family to understand that you know he wasn't who they thought he was going to be and and all of that. And I just. I wonder because they've cast such a young actor. Yeah. Do they? I, I mean, it makes you wonder if they're trying to claim back. Oh some no! Of the... It's, it's
0: going to bring in the the youth uh, viewership <laughs> definitely. Well,
1: official voices. Of yeah, the kids, I'm Jim. the
0: voice of the kids, and I say that this is going to be the most popular doctor since Matt Smith.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. You I know. think
0: I think he's going to be up there with with mm. the, the first the first three. Uh, in the in the reboot uh, iteration yeah, of the doctor, makes you
1: wonder as well what his Tardis is going to look like. Which I know sounds a really stupid thing, but one thing I think is a great shame about Jodie Whittaker Whittaker's Tardis is it's so bland. Yeah, It doesn't
0: really have any Aconic
1: defining stamp no. Yeah, and I know that sounds like a really <laughs> stupid thing to say about the Tardis, but if you think about it, the Tardis has got such a great close relationship with the Doctor. I mean, we've seen the TARDIS literally as a person in um, one of those Neil Gaiman episodes.
0: Yeah, when it was Eggleston and Tennant, it was very alien. Yeah. Uh, There was more warmth to it when it was uh, Matt Smith's TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when um, uh, Capaldi took over, it was very harsh and metallic.
1: Yeah, Yeah, almost like some of the original TARDISes. Um. And then... And then it's just been a bit blur. And you think how many, how long we see the TARDIS in the shows, it becomes a character in its own right. And, you you know, whether it's the Doctor talking to it or the fact it doesn't go to the right place or whatever. And it needs to have some standout appearance. And I really hope... And again, bringing back a sonic screwdriver, all those little parts and parcels that we know of the Doctor, those little trademarks, I hope they bring back in with Andy. Yeah, and again, I've
0: I've got nothing against Jodie Whittaker's run on the character. Um, She's she's great. She's really great. (laughs) She's just not being served the material that she needs. That last episode with the Sea Devils was just abysmal. I'm sorry.
1: It felt like it was made for children's TV. Yeah.
0: Uh, it needs to get away from this, yeah. and they, yeah, but I know Russell T is going to give it a shot in the arm that it needs, and, and yeah, and, and Cootie's going to be great as the 14th Doctor. I uh, can't wait to see what happens in 2023.
1: Yeah, I really hope it gives a bit of injection, some funding, and a bit of direction, and some decent story. I'm lines. a huge
0: Doctor Who fan.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we both like Jodie Whittaker. I really like Peter Capaldi as a Doctor.
0: Let's hope she can finish strong in our last episode, I... which is bringing back Ace from, uh, from the the seventh doctor's run yeah, uh, my yeah. my my doctor oh, bless <laughs> Sylvester McCoy, that was how I grew up watching Doctor Who. It was terrible, but Sylvester McCoy and Ace, I used to love tuning in to them every week,
1: yeah no, it'd be interesting to see what happens, but I really hope they let her finish strong and then we get um, a direction going in the right in the right direction going the right direction, you know what I mean
0: yeah, or <laughs> twirling, twirling twirling towards freedom yes. <laughs> okay, so Channel 4 now and uh, Catherine Parkinson uh, from The It Crowd uh, she was Jen in The It Crowd and yeah, she's uh, she recently she in Taskmaster on. as well uh, um, she's returning to Channel 4 as Lauren, a divorced mum of two in a risque new comedy uh, titled Spreadsheet which shot in Australia recently the series is written and directed uh, sorry, written and created by first time writer Kaka Ellis and it asks the question can women really have it all? By all, we mean sexual freedom, a career, family and their sanity.
1: I strongly suspect no.
0: The show also stars Rowan Witt from the original Broadway cast of Book of Mormon as her best friend Alex, who helps her organise her sex life into a spreadsheet and we can all get hot under the collar when the show starts on May 18th on Channel 4 slash All 4. Mm, okay. Sounds like
1: something to be worth
0: watching. Apple TV now and uh, the untitled Monsterverse TV show. Mm. It's been a few weeks since you reported a spin-off set in the world of WB and Legendary's Godzilla and Kong's MonsterVerse has landed at Apple. We've recently learned the show is titled, it's currently titled Hourglass. This is probably just a working title, though, uh, and production's starting on the series later this month. Much more exciting is the news that Apple are looking to cast Kurt Russell, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and his son, Wyatt Russell, most recently seen as John Walker in Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, as two versions of the same character. the oh, okay. so Wyatt Russell playing him in the past, and, Russell, uh, and Kurt Russell playing him in the present.
1: Interesting.
0: Uh, it's a great idea, in my opinion, and we're looking forward to further developments in this project. And finally, on to Disney now. So Disney, Disney Plus, Hulu and Star, and we're talking about Percy Jackson and the Olympians. A couple of weeks ago, Disney cast the talented young Walker Scobell as Percy Jackson in the upcoming adaptation of the YA books by author Rick Riordan. And this week, has have seen the casting of his two companions. There's young actor Ariane Simhadri uh, from Adventure Time Distant Lands and also the Cheaper by the Dozen uh, remake with um, Zach Braff that was on Disney Plus recently. He's going to play Percy's friend Grover Underwood and Leah Sava Jeffries from Empire is portraying Annabeth Chase in the series, which is still in development stage at this time. Right. So, Pistols.
1: (laughs) Pistols to you?
0: Yes, we're talking Sex Pistols. Uh, FX have released a trailer and some casting news for director Danny Boyle's impending Sex Pistols miniseries based on the book Lonely Boy by former Pistols guitarist Steve Jones. It hits Disney in the UK at the end of the month and Maisie Williams... formerly the deadly teen Arya Stark in HBO's Game of Thrones, is playing a character called Jordan. Well, Lewis Partridge, um, from Paddington 1 and 2, he was the son in the Paddington movies. He's playing bass player Sid Vicious. Uh, How old is he now? He's 1920, something like that.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, Anson Boone, uh, seen in 1917, the movie, not the year. Yeah. Uh, He's playing Johnny Rotten. Uh, Johnny Rotten also tried to block the series because he's Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Uh, and failed because in the trailer we hear uh, Anarchy in the UK by the oh, Sex Pistols. So uh, clearly he failed. Oh,
1: do they which, not have good the rights there, Raymond? Which is music? good
0: news. Um, Toby Wallace is playing Steve Jones, and uh, and Emma Appleton from The Witcher is playing the infamous Nancy Spongeon of Sid and Nancy fame. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, all all six episodes of Pistol are going to drop on Disney Plus on Tuesday, May 31st. And as a punk fan, I'm really looking forward to seeing if Boyle can pull this one off.
1: Do you reckon that then means that Nancy is a Disney princess?
0: Uh, it's a uh, grey area. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would would we see the Sex Pistols coming to, I don't know, Epcot? In flipping how of course it would, that would make sense in the British Pavilion. Yeah. over Mary Poppins. God save the Queen. Yeah. She needs it,
0: man. Well, yeah. She probably does at the moment. Because England's dreaming. <laughs> That's really bad quitting of the lyrics there.
1: Yeah. Anywho. Anywho,
0: to the last bit of news this week Miss Marvel. Now, here in the UK, Marvel Studios Moon Note has only just concluded, and we're eagerly anticipating our next Marvel Disney Plus fix when Miss mm-hmm. Marvel begins early next month. However, the show that stars Iman Valani as Kamala Khan, the MCU's first ever Muslim Pakistani superhero, will not air in Pakistan on Disney Plus, oh. as the streaming service is yet to have launched in that country. Oh,
1: that makes sense.
0: Instead, Marvel and Disney will release the show in three installments of two episodes in cinemas instead. So everyone in Pakistan that wants to see themselves finally represented on screen in the MCU can do so.
1: That feels really that's, odd that That's Disney... pretty cool, Yeah, Marvel and
0: Disney But Martin. doesn't
1: that feel really strange that Disney Plus isn't available in Pakistan? I'm
0: sure it's on the list.
1: Yeah. I'm sure their you expansion
0: sort of, you will engulf us all.
1: We've had it for so long, you sort of assume they've rolled it out, don't you? But yeah, now I think that's a really sensible decision so that people can go and watch it in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well that's great then. I'm really looking forward to seeing Miss Marvel as well. Yeah. So it it's... would be great.
0: It, yeah, the trailer was was absolutely brilliant. And, Probably gonna um, feel
1: a bit meta as
0: well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Also releasing simultaneously with Obi Wan Kenobi as well it means we're gonna have two little weekly recaps to do yeah. instead of just one. Yeah, well,
1: let's face it, we're not gonna argue which one we're gonna watch first because you know exactly it, it, which it's, one it is. It's Obi
0: Wan Kenobi all the way. Yes. I can't wait. to... Yeah. Anyway, and on to Obi Wan Kenobi. We're talking talk about the trailer that dropped for the second, um, the, the the second trailer.
1: Hello there.
0: Hello there, indeed. (laughs) Okay, so this series is written by John Wick screenwriter Joby Harold and directed by The Mandalorian's Deborah Chow. The long-awaited return for Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen to the iconic Star Wars roles of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. All right. Released a new trailer this week and we start with shots of stormtroopers marching. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to the composer, the one who did did Loki, uh, she said they're going to have their own theme. Ah. so that will be cool and also the Inquisitors Um, the Imperial Inquisition being one of the most interesting periods in Star Wars lore to me as apart from animated series Rebels the video game Fallen Order and the Darth Vader comics by Charles Soule it's one of the least explored so it's nice nice to see that change Mm -hmm. it's the period where Darth Vader following the events of episode 3 Revenge of the Sith built up his rep Um, so it's the reason why people are so terrified and fearful of him when we finally see him at the end of Rogue One at the start of New Hope so this is how he got his rep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Obi Wan's talking to someone, saying they're coming. Stay hidden, or we will not survive. Mm-hmm. Possibly another Jedi on the run. Maybe um, we see Luke playing pub racer like his father before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yippee! And being uh, yeah, we see Obi Wan being told to leave him be by adoptive um, uncle Owen, um, played by a returning Joel Edgerton. He must be trained, states Obi Wan. It's quickly shut down with. Like he trained his father?
1: Yeah, sick burn. burn. Yeah,
0: must burn more than Mustafa. Um you got to admit, you can, you, he's got a point. He's got a very good point. He's got a very good point. Uh, then a voiceover says, you still want Kenobi, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And you've got a theory as to who this voiceover is, right? Yeah,
1: it's Anakin.
0: You think it's Anakin? Yeah. Okay, I'm not 100% on that. We'll see if you're right. Um... So Inquisitor Reva thinks they've gone looking in the wrong place and puts a bounty out Mm -hmm. on Obi-Wan to locate the Jedi. Uh, We we see the fantastic fortress Inquisitorius again and Obi-Wan using a clumsy blaster Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a gunfight for the first time since Clone Wars. Um, And we see Perch Troopers, the terrifying elite soldiers introduced in the game Fallen Order, making the jump to live action. Very cool to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see Reva showing her lightsaber prowess, yelling, you can't escape him. Mm -hmm. As we see Vader suiting up for action and it's no picnic, it looks spiky and painful for the Sith Lord and Obi-Wan shudders as he realises what Anakin has become and we hear the breath of Darth Vader. Yep. It all looks too exciting and intense and we can't wait to start the weekly doses of Star Wars goodness when Obi-Wan starts with a two-episode bumper opening on Friday, May 27th
1: on Disney+. Plus. I literally can't wait and I know we're going to have <laughs> Some uh, interesting conversations as we watch it, but yes, I, yes, we I will. can't wait for people to see that. hope well, I hope they explore it anyway. That Anakin becomes who he is because of Obi Wan, and not because of him solely, but because yeah, of I, that's fair the to stringent strictness that Obi Wan has kept to the Jedi order, and almost the blinkered approach he has to life is essentially alienated Anakin, and after Anakin and his love with Padme and then, of course, her dying. I mean, what, what could he do? Of course he was angry. Of course he was feeling, you know, cross. Cross is a bit of extreme. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a... Cross, a <laughs> understatement of the he year. He felt a little bit miffed, so he yes. went and killed loads of people. Anakin um,
0: was miffed, so, so uh, yeah. yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, I, I think, and, and again, it just harbours back to this realisation that, Star Wars is not black and white. There is not a simplicity of the. You know, Mrs.
0: Luke says, "Like oh, there's good in you." I can feel it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It's not as simple as it mean, a a sounds. Well, yeah. I mean, and again, I attest to this. Like, you know, what does what does everyone want to do? Come and take Luke away from his family to be trained. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, yeah. we're we. <laughs> we could talk about this all night. We won't. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about this uh, in our next episode of our podcast when we um, when we talk about Over One Kenobi. Yeah, I
1: literally cannot wait.
0: Okay, so uh, moving on finally now to Moon Knight, Episode 6. That's right. Uh, previously stated as the series finale. Oh.
1: Um,
0: but then they have deleted that tweet. And yeah. they called them, and they released a new tweet saying season finale. Ah. So I think we might be getting more Moon Knight, so, which would be a great thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so normally I'd be playing a spoiler alarm now because we're going to talk about Moon Knight. Um, but I decided not to because um, it was the end of the uh season.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, if you uh, don't want to learn what happened at the end of at the end of Moon Knight, well, you haven't and, uh, watched it yet.
1: If you haven't watched it? Yeah, just give,
0: yeah, give us a stop, uh, watch the episode, and then uh, come back and enjoy all the, all the goodness. <laughs> the of, delicious uh, Moon
1: Knighty goodness.
0: Anyway, okay, so uh, <clears throat> Moon Knight Episode 6. It's an Egyptian god free and jamboree at the start of this episode. Uh, Harrow frees Amit uh, and kills the other Egyptian gods' avatars. And then Layla frees Konshu from his shabti too. Uh, While well, Mark Specter refuses his paradise in the field of reeds. Instead, he rescues his alter Stephen Grant from the sat, icy sand death in the Duat in the joyful reunion that we all wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bless them.
0: You are my superpower, he said to him. <laughs> I
1: know. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> so cute. So aided by helpful hippo goddess Tawaret, uh, they have sconed through Osiris' gate and returned to their body just in time to be revived and repowered by the f- now freed konshu. Mm-hmm. Layla learns that Amit can also be bound by multiple avatars, so agrees temporarily to bond with Tarawet. Uh, She finally becomes a Scarlet Scarab! Yeah. Um, a version of the it's... 1940s Egyptian comic book character, something that's been hinted at previously for weeks.
1: And quite honestly, her costume was kick ass. Yeah, in
0: a golden winged armour, which, in my opinion, put Wonder Woman 84 to shame. Yeah, it
1: did. In to fact, shame. When her wings flung out, I just went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> you
0: did, I can confirm that. I want a happy. set of
1: those wings. In fact, I see a Disney bounding costume coming to a Disney park at some point when we next go on holiday based on those wings. And that necklace with the stabby, stabby bits. Oh. Of I, I mean,
0: bet. sod Red Bull. Tarot gives you wings, clearly. <laughs>
1: yeah, she does.
0: So Leila joins Mark and Steve on his Moon Knight and Mister Knight in a final battle against Harrow. Um, sorry, against an Am- Amit powered Harrow, while the gods clash above them in giant kaiju style. In a scene, I bet had Funko rubbing their hands together in glee. Yeah, I
1: bet.
0: Thinking of, of the merchandise did. opportunities.
1: Merchandise and merchandise.
0: Merchandisings. Uh, the fight is absolutely awesome, with Moon Knight and Mr Knight working in, in, in sync as a tag team to battle their foe. Uh, and at the last second, they black out, coming to to discover him brutalised.
1: Mm.
0: The three bind Amit Taharo's body and then refuse to kill him, despite Khonshu's urges to. Uh, with Spectre demanding that the Moon God now release them from his bidding. Uh, he reluctantly does so, and the pair find themselves back in the hospital reality. However, they're wise to this. They reject it as an as an illusion and start their new lives as one with two goldfish.
1: Yeah, that was my favourite bit. I said to Jim, "There's two goldfish."
0: Although creepily, he's still bound to the bed, and yes. surely he'd remember that now, right? Being
1: well, right? <laughs> surely, at some point, they've got to realise that there are times when neither of them are there.
0: So the credits roll, and then we get a mid-credits scene in which we discover that Conshu has a loophole. Uh-huh. Um, exploiting the fractured mind of Spectre, uh, Harrow is mercilessly executed by Spectre's third and most violent alter that we've seen hints of over the season, Jake Lockley. Yep. He was instantly recognisable to this comic book fan, wearing his classic flat cap, <clears throat> but Oscar Isaac chose to improvise and play him with a Spanish accent to represent his own Latino heritage. It was a
1: nice touch, I thought. Yeah.
0: Uh, we see the hospital in London is also named after Moon Knight comic book artist, the legendary Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, famous for his uh, work on Daredevil and Punisher too. And a nice little Easter egg. Okay, that's
1: nice.
0: So yeah, let's hope we see more Moon Knight. Um, clearly, Oscar Isaac really is dying to play Stephen again. He said so in yeah. interviews. Um, I thought it was a great, a great little season. Um,
1: but, but as you say, like
0: wrong-footed me completely. Nothing, nothing. I mean, there there were nods to the comics here and there, but uh, yeah, uh, completely unexpected. I didn't know what was going to happen from one week to the next, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And if you're not a big follower of Marvel, or maybe you just haven't sat and watched all the movies and the TV shows, or whatever, felt it was really accessible for people who felt like you know they didn't. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Didn't need to know the MCU. I think three out, MCU
0: didn't. mentions over the entire series, yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you what they were. The Global Repatriation Council from Falcon and Winter Soldier was on a bus in the second yep. episode. Um, Layla was mentioned to have been in Madripoor.
1: Yeah, that's right. In
0: another episode, uh-huh. and then there were ter- uh, Tarawet's, uh, uh mention of the ancestral, the ancestral plane, ancestral plane from yeah, Black Panther. Yeah.
1: yeah, which I really loved because um, she said, "Oh, there's many different. What was it afterlife, after-life existences? Yeah. Because of course that could then pull into so For... many things. Yeah, yeah, exactly what we've said before. You know, we know that." we've got coming up um other gods that will be making appearances in the next mo- uh, mcu movies um we... and a
0: god and a and a god butcher as well
1: yeah exactly coming so, in so Thor, Love but, and Thunder. but we know we're getting um roman gods and greek gods so
0: yeah
1: and you know atlantis so do they live on some kind of astral plane that, you know how accessible is it it's bringing people back from the dead all that kind of thing i think it's a really interesting um dimension we've got now in the mcu but i really hope because i really enjoyed moonlight that that isn't it finished and for what you're saying about them deleting tweets and such like fingers. yeah crossed, so swapping trippy.
0: around um series finale with season finale yeah although this is probably not going to take, take them out of any contention for best limited series like wandavision was
1: right i see
0: um so it's really interesting to see what they do. But yeah, Oscar Isaac clearly wants to return to the role. Mm-hmm. Um, the director Mohamed Diab had a fantastic time. He's saying that Moon Knight is now it, Egypt's. They 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 look at they look at Moon Knight like um, Black Panther. Sure. Um,
1: yeah. Well, of course. Right. They're Black Panther. Disney moves so <clears throat> fast that you that people have been spotting Mister Knight and Moonlight popping up at Avengers Campus. Yeah. In in Disneyland, in California. So, again, I will harbour on to this that there is a synergy there that we will see more and more in parks on t- uh, that reflects in the movies and TV and vice versa, because why wouldn't you?
0: Another beautiful moment that w- w- was um, when the little girl sees Layla as the Scarlet Scarab, yes. and she says, are you an Egyptian superhero? Yes. Now, I know that her deal with Tarot was supposed to be temporary. Uh-huh. I'm thinking she might hold on to, to that power just a little bit longer to be the inspiration that the people of egypt need
1: yeah yeah potentially and uh, you know there's we're there's... not sure
0: whether she stayed in egypt or not probably
1: no and i think there's a lot to be said about who her <coughs> father is there were hints and talking about how her father was an archaeologist and you know where how did she truly get mixed it up with with moonlight and Conshu anyway i mean let's face it yeah, the there's, she lots, saw, there's lots to see when she saw Conshu she wasn't terrified I mean, any normal person that would see a god... That's a very good point. Appear... And then again, if
0: she if she frequents Madripoor, then, you, yeah, there's more to her.
1: Yeah, true. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? To see this big six foot, seven foot standing ghostly creature with a crow ske- yeah. skeletal face, she was just like, oh, yeah, go away, Conchu." Not, oh, my God, what the hell is that, you know, freaking out. I mean, even if... Like any
0: rational person would, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, so it just makes you realise that she... I think she's very comfortable dabbling in this dark underworld and I'm still not sure if she can be 100% trusted.
0: Well, I guess maybe we'll see if Moonlight is the second season. I mean, I mean, I think the indications are good. I'm sure they're waiting for an event like Comic-Con to announce yeah, it. Yeah,
1: probably. All I know is I need a set of those golden wings and a <laughs> necklace with some daggers in it. <laughs>
0: Okay, so time to speak about what we've been watching this week. And, um, yeah, we we took a bit of a retro uh, dive um, after watching Trying.
1: Yeah, uh, which was Bra- a great Bra- Bra- show. Like, what else see? has Brave
0: Spore done? So I DB'd him and it turns out he was in a show called Peep vs Life in the early 2000s. And
1: what a joy that has been.
0: Yeah, if you're into the kind of humour of Spaced or <laughs> yeah. Peep show, yeah. you definitely get a lot out of this. It's a uh, a 20-something guy who uh, gets his life... He basically has his life analysed uh, (laughs) off screen uh, by two sports commentators.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And again, like, if you enjoy... Chatting through movies and adding comments in, in the vein of you know mystery science theater or riff tracting like we do all the time, and actually it's a good job we do just live with each other because if yeah it we
0: drive anyone else insane probably
1: you know it was essentially like we commentate on on TV, but now we had some comedians do it and they were freaking hilarious.
0: Yeah, and in in full sports commentary uh, commentator yes. fashion as well. Yeah. you get like an an, an analysis.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's brilliant weight brace Sport's brilliant. brilliant um, Jenny Gresham from This Time with Alan Partridge uh-huh. um, she, she, she's in it as well um, and Susanna Fielding Susanna Fielding
1: yeah and yeah. considering you know <clears throat> it came out what 20 years ago yeah
0: yeah yeah it, it must have it been
1: didn't, it didn't like we know it was dated in the sense of likes and references and stuff like that however it was so funny it didn't feel old school does that make sense
0: yeah it's ahead of its time.
1: Yeah, 100%. I Again, I just wish that it had um, had more to watch. Yeah, only, the yeah they're all seasons. Nom- if you're up. interested
0: in watching it, it's all available on Amazon Prime. Okay. You can watch it on Amazon. Um, yeah, and so, if you just
1: need a ruddy good laugh, yeah. <laughs> Pete vs. Life, excellent.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, we actually saw some movies this week as well.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: we finally caught up with Tom Holland
1: mm-hmm.
0: in uh, the adaptation of the PlayStation... Uh, classic Uncharted. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Um, Huge action. Oh, sorry, sorry. We didn't give Moon Knight a rating. Oh. We (laughs) we should have done that. How how does it measure up? If you think about the previous Jickies that we've given out, that's our rating system, the Jickies. Uh, Peacemaker's winning right now with five out of... Sorry, was it seven out of five Jickies? Yeah. Because it was incredible. Incredible. Um, of Boba Fett, we gave three
1: possibly i think
0: we gave it three yeah it was uh as catchphrase would say good but not quite right and uh yeah so how how are we gonna rate moon knight i
1: well, think it's
0: more on the peacemaker scale than yeah the i
1: think you're right look
0: at bob effect i
1: think you're right with that because in my opinion moon knight felt very different to anything we've watched in like at all, fresh. uh yeah, yeah. No, it did. It did feel different, and it didn't feel like I was having to do homework, which I know sounds really stupid. You don't have to do homework. But no, no, no. But sometimes when you watch a show, you can't get the whole context behind it. Like, yeah, well, you
0: were, were you... not looking forward to it in the roll-up. No, you?
1: I wasn't because, quite honestly, it sounded just a bit naff. <clears throat> but I was wrong. And, you know, that's why I didn't enjoy watching things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after a while, because you oh, end up yeah, having to put right. homework in, because you're like, what what is happening? Who is this person? Is this a one-line reference that I need to understand to connect to something? And it just becomes a bit draining. You think, oh, well, you know, this is time of my life I'm not getting back. <laughs> so, but Moonlight was fresh, and it was different, and it was so flippant entertaining. And each episode, in its own stand-right... um Sort of performance was, so was a different. <laughs> yeah, there was a jackal. Was different, and I loved all the Egyptian references. Yeah. I loved the even the references to the British Museum and having Nath bosses who are just well, a bit of a we're, dick. We're
0: big mythology fans anyway. Yeah, aren't we,
1: so. and I love TeraWare. I mean, why wouldn't yeah, I? Yeah. Um, so for me personally, Moon Knight out of five jickies, Um, I can't give it five, but I can give it four point oh. eight.
0: So, four and a half jickies? <laughs>
1: no, because that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> it needs to be 4.8. 4. <laughs>
0: 4.8. 4.8 jickies for Moon Knight.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you know why I can't give it five?
0: Why well, can't you give it five? If we
1: think I gave Peacemaker a high rate because yeah. I adored Eagerly. Yeah, yeah. So, if there had been. A cute
0: animal sidekick.
1: I know, and Tara White was close. <laughs> <laughs> but i needed some kind of cute like that goldfish was almost there personally
0: counts in horseshoes and hand grenades as jim ross would be
1: say.
0: <laughs> yeah. what did you think <clears throat> yeah I, yeah i i loved it i think four four and a half, four point eight 4.8 is is a great rating
1: yeah. yeah i'd
0: say it's accurate oh there
1: you go, so there you go. 4.8 nice
0: you 4.8 jikki's a moonlight um mm-hmm. yeah what on marvel what on so yeah uncharted um yeah, or the Indiana Jones in modern day yeah. or the treasure hunting fun. It was Tom Holland was great. Yeah. Mark Warburg was great as Sully.
1: And I of course only have seen Uncharted from the point of view of catching the odd ten, fifteen minutes yeah, when yeah, you're playing the game on the sofa. So but again it didn't feel inaccessible. It was really kind and gentle, like pulling you into this world. I really liked it. I loved Tom Holland. It literally was for me the like Tom spy- Holland
0: was Peter Parker whenever he apologised to someone.
1: Yeah, no, he oh, was. He, he was. <laughs> he was, was spy- that was the only only
0: point I saw it was Peter Parker.
1: Um, and yeah, no, I loved it.
0: I thought it was great fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Really, really, really liked it, Uncharted. We also watched People Just Do Nothing big in Japan. <laughs>
1: great. We yeah. watched
0: that last night. Thank uh-huh. you VOD. Um, so we we've actually got to see some movies again. So it's oh. it's really cool. Um, so yeah, based on the BBC uh, fake documentary series mm-hmm. about corrupt FM, yeah. a <laughs> pirate radio station slash garage band yeah. in uh, in in London, uh, they uh, have uh, <laughs> they have their song played <laughs> on a Japanese. Uh, game show, which uh, I think across between Squid Game and Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, I think that was fun. Uh, and and yeah, and they yeah, they, so they're flown to Japan to talk record deals, and and fame and fortune. They've unfortunately learned that all that glitters is not gold, and mm-hmm. there's a the thing about creative integrity. Uh, but it's it's all absolutely hilarious and it ends the way you'd hope it would. Uh, yes. Yeah, fantastic. I can't 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 uh, recommend it enough. You're a fan of the TV show, you will love the movie. It just feels, yeah. it feels like the sixth season that we never got. Yes. Uh Yeah. And also uh, episode episode four of Better Call Saul aired this uh, week as blinder. well, which uh, yeah, it continues the high standard. Hmm. Um saw learning that the people that he worked with in the past possibly aren't so, aren't wanting to work with him as much anymore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that was what you're watching this week. Uh, coming soon, uh, dates for your diaries. Okay. So Tom Hiddleston and Claire Danes are in the Essex Serpent on Apple TV on May 13th.
1: hmm.
0: Uh, this is, this is like to want to, yeah,
1: want to watch. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, the time traveler's wife uh stephen Moffat's uh, from doctor who his new project hits may sixteenth on sky t v mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> raunchy comedy spreadsheets starring catherine Parkin- parkinson from uh from the It crowd that hits on the eighteenth of may yep yeah. uh night sky uh j j k simmons and uh Francis McDormand's uh, sci-fi show about a couple that have a chamber to another world in their backyard. Uh, that hits Amazon on the 20th of May. Uh, Flight Attendant Season 2 uh, in its entirety will drop uh, on the 26th of May. That's Kaylee Kurako from Big Bang Theory and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, hits Disney Plus on the 27th of May. The first two episodes and the first part of Stranger Things Season 4A uh, we'll hit on the twenty seventh as well, so mm-hmm. that's the first five episodes on Netflix.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so now we have an announcement. Yep. We have decided, um, due to our impending wedding, yep.
1: um
0: we are going to go on hiatus for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I we'll need... be back. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Um, we need a couple of weeks to uh, focus on getting married, uh, have a little bit of a rest and a recharge. Mm-hmm. And come back fully energised and ready to entertain. Um, we're ready to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi, the first few episodes mm-hmm. of that, and possibly some Stranger Things as well.
1: That's right,
0: yeah. Yeah, that that will be absolutely fantastic. So yeah. you can hear from us again when our next episode drops on Sunday, May twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, please do follow uh, or uh, subscribe to us on on Apple Podcasts or uh, or Spotify. As um, you'll get the next episode immediately after as it drops on Sunday as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. It will come up. You can also listen to us on radio, radio public, um, Stitcher and Google podcasts as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, tell your friends, that you can listen to us on those platforms. Um, please give us a five star rating. It helps people find the podcast. Yeah, As
1: um, we found out this week it also <coughs> means that we get advertised on Apple which is really weird But thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah. apparently Apple TV are playing a trailer um, mm. the, 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 the trailer for our podcast we, re- mm. we recorded way back before we mm. made this podcast which is unexpected I did not yeah, know yeah. that was going to happen but mm. very cool anyway um, Yeah, I mean if you want to listen to older episodes you haven't listened to, please feel free they're all available on your podcast platform of choice yep. um, Our Facebook group Friends of IMJDB uh, will continue to be updated. We've had a lot of fun this week with that. We had the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Uh, We had the trailer for House of the Dragon. Uh, We had the trailer for Cobra Kai Season Mm -hmm.
1: 5,
0: which is coming back on the 9th of September, much earlier this year.
1: Yep.
0: So that's very cool. We had first-look photos for Netflix's um, blockbuster video. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, we posted a a, a a a brand new image from Thor Love and Thunder featuring mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. You can check that out on the Facebook group, which yeah. is free and anyone can join. Please do. We're all having great fun over there. Uh obviously our Twitter page is am jdb Podcast.
1: You you messed it up then
0: <laughs> I am JDB Podcast on Twitter. Um so yeah, thanks again. We will see you on the twenty ninth of May. So that's all from me.
1: (laughs) And all from me. And And send send it it to the internet. internet.